what is up? Welcome back to Big Fat Five, a podcast financially supported by Big Fat Snare Drum. My name is Ben Hilsinger, and this week's guest is Joe Lana, aka the Cowboy Drummer. Based in Rochester, New York, Joe has created quite the following with his hilarious drum videos, coupled with some amazing playing. If you don't know about the Cowboy Drummer, go give him a follow right now. He's been a constant positive force in my life, and I'm sure he will be for you too. But he's not just an online influencer. He's a very active touring drummer with his band Dropout Kings, and they're based in Phoenix, Arizona. He's great, and he's a kind soul, and I'm really grateful to have chatted with him. And I hope you enjoy the five records that shaped Joe Lana into the drummer he is today. Cheers. So for the list, what was your criteria for an album to even be in the running, let alone make the list? So, okay, the the first thing was I had to own it, right? Because I didn't own honestly that many of them but the ones that i did own were the ones that i really was like okay i gotta have that even though i loved so much other music and then just like heavily influential in my life i guess you know yeah like like a lot of them i've seen live and uh that type of stuff so yeah that was like the main criteria sure what is your uh what's your sound check song dude down with the sickness Okay. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I would love that's a great sound check song because you got the toms and then you bust into the hi hat and then open Hell it up, yeah. close it. Yeah. Get all get all the sounds in. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean before we get into um you, you that is going to be one of your first ones, but can you give a little bit of a backstory of I don't you don't have to start from the very, the very beginning, but people are I guarantee everyone listening to this episode right now is a massive fan of you. You bring happiness to their life. You're such a goofball, but you're also an amazing drummer behind that. Not that you're like quote unquote gimmick wouldn't work if you weren't an amazing drummer, but it just adds to it. They're like, "Oh, he's funny and he also can freaking play." So, what was your the mindset in creating the online persona that that you that you have, the cowboy drummer? Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, and I appreciate that, too, because that was like the whole goal. I just wanted to bring smiles to people's faces and do what I love. And I figured the cowboy drummer was a good way to do it because I got that. I'm not a cowboy at all. Right. I'm from <laughs> Rochester, New York. I'm like a city boy. <laughs> um, my grandfather wore the cowboy hats all the time. That was like his thing. And my father was uh, the drummer. That's where I got the drums from. And mm. when my my grandfather passed away in 2015, my dad passed away in 2019. And after my dad died, I was like, okay, I'm going full force at just like, cause I was a contractor, you know, I had a company I was doing something else and just playing drums. Um, but when he died, when my dad died, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take both of them and like in their name, just go out there and just be like funny and try to just make people smile because that's what they were about you know so oh, i'm yeah. just trying to trying to honor them and yeah that's what i did and people enjoyed it so it was it's cool to be able to do that man for sure yeah i love it dude i love it every every new video man makes me so happy um all right so number one the album is the sickness and the artist is disturbed. The release year is 2000. And a few of the key tracks, listen to the whole record, but you you said Stupefy, um, Dropping Plates, and of course, Down With The Sickness, your now uh, famous soundcheck song. So yeah. um, Mike Wengren, is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, Mike Wengren, yeah. All right, man. So yeah, take it away. Why this record means so much to you? 
yeah this was like the first um <clears throat> like heavier music that i had gotten into because i was listening to like more like punk stuff before that or more you know like rock you know still sure but more like maybe nickelbacky type I, I you know i don't know that was the first like heavy rock i had gotten into and um the drumming just hit home for me mm -hmm. so that that's what i mean the drums grasp my attention first on everything which i'm sure you you might be able to relate then yeah to a frustrating degree yes yeah it, it, <laughs> that that album definitely opened my eyes to the metal drumming world and i fell in love immediately and every song on that record was just uh, awesome and with his vocals you know that like gritty their whole persona man just gave me chills and it was like the first just heavy band that i really loved very impactful Mm -hmm. Did you try and get your drums to sound like him? I mean, was it was sonically, was that also a big influence? Absolutely. And trying to do like some of his uh, like double bass, like licks. He, he didn't do anything like super crazy. Right. But mm -hmm. he was just good. He just did what he had to do. And hell yeah, I tried to get my drums to sound like that. That <laughs> down with the sickness drum part. Epic. <laughs> well, um, do you want to just play down with the sickness? I guess. this. Uh... Let's run it. Let's run it. <laughs> Here we go. I love that. <laughs> His little ad libs are so sick. <laughs> oh, ah! Boom, smack in the face. have trouble <laughs> i mean i had a stutter growing up but i always feel like that the wah -ah -ah, i can never do whenever i like i'm in the car and i want to sing along with it i end up always doing it too fast or i can't do them in succession as well <laughs> as him and i always i i, I screw it up Ugh, you know what we all have our you know the cross we bear so Dude, ain't that the truth brother <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, mike is not talked about he's never been brought up if you went to, if you would have asked me who the drummer of uh of disturbed was i wouldn't know and that's crazy because he he was making some really cool choices in that song yeah dude for real though i don't see i mean they, i mean you know the level they got to they're chilling and at the time he they, <laughs> he's he doesn't need to be on instagram and being relevant he, you know he did his piece but I don't see them on there. I'm sure they're on Instagram and shit. I got to <laughs> see if I can 
follow him, see what he's doing. He's sick. Yeah. I would love if he has like 5 million followers and he's just like <laughs> doing like shampoo ads. <laughs> yeah, just crushing it out here. Just cr- <laughs> Social media game. We had yeah, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, number two, the album's Hybrid Theory. This was a huge record for me too. The artist is Linkin Park, released years 2000. And I'm sure everyone knows these songs, but One Step Closer, Crawling, Paper Cut. And again, a, a drummer who everyone probably knows their drum parts, but doesn't know their name, which is why I love having this podcast, Rob Burden. So yeah. take it away. Yeah, dude, dude, for real though, because no one really knew. He wasn't like a like a famous drummer, you know, but in a super famous band. Yeah, and you know what, dude? He is also like uh, the pinnacle of just, you don't have to be insanely good to get to a crazy good level i'm not saying he's bad he's good he does what you need to do he's just playing for the song and plays it really good but he's not like a crazy chop eric moore type of drummer mm-hmm. um but it's just a it's an awesome thing to just know that you you don't have to be to get to a, a, a level like that you know that guy is just he did what he had to do playing drums and he's crushed it he crushed it the whole time so yeah, I don't know if he gets enough credit, man, for real. <laughs> no, it's most of the drummers that I end up having an obsession with and that obsession has longevity aren't the most technically advanced players. And I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's all about choices. Like you can teach, you can go in the studio and you can learn a million things or even just keep practicing and become a technically proficient drummer. But it's hard to teach taste and drummers like that. He just played the right song. Albeit, and I don't mean this in a bad way, Rob, but if you're listening, some of it's like a little not dated, but it's like of the period that maybe a drummer wouldn't play those things now on certain songs. But he created a whole vibe. The perfect, yeah, the perfect drum parts for sure. Yeah, he fit he fit the puzzle piece of that band perfectly, man. And he wore the headphones live too. Oh, really? Nice. Do you remember ever seeing clips of that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wore the headphones, man. He was like, they were like, de- like I love their whole vibe, dude. They, the DJ... The guitar player, I think he would wear phones too, or I think or I remember the guitar player too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just they had a, such a cool, what a dope band, man. When Chester passed, well, I was so sad, dude. I, I was know, just man. like, he's he's like literally one of my heroes, you know. Yeah, literally. So, but that band will live on forever. That's a fact. Well, speaking of living on forever, they have like a song that's on K Rock now. It, dude, I remember when they released that. It was epic because they just had it and never released it that, that gave me chills when they came out with that that was so sick because it was recorded back then obviously like back when they did uh so, someone will know but it's epic which which one do you want to listen to one step closer crawling um, dude one step closer let's do it man it's my favorite one man we got to run it
lot of breaking in that era. There's like, and then there's uh, Limp Biscuit had break stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, that was the time to be all pissed and just <laughs> f you. We're 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 messing this up. <laughs> I know. All right, so Rob, I would love to get Rob on the show. That'd be fun to see where he's. What's he up to these days? You know. Yeah, uh, he's a king, bro. Yeah, <laughs> kidding me. He's the drummer, <laughs> Lincoln Park. He's a king. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like straight up. <laughs> Hey, y'all, I wanted to, <laughs> I can't say, I wanted to talk to you about a drum I've recently received from Preston at Vessel Drum Co. It's an ocean patinaed 14 by five and a half snare drum, and it's incredible. It's got a 1.5 millimeter shell, brass shell, with 10 lugs, chrome over brass, triple flange hoops, a trick uh, three position strainer, 42 strand wires. It's lovely. It's loud. And it cuts and records as beautiful as a piece of butter cake. And, and Preston, actually, this is why it's called the Ocean Patina, is he covers the shell with seaweed and then drops it in the ocean for a certain period of time. And then it patinas with all these crazy cool designs. And if you all remember, Preston was actually one of the first guests on the podcast. When I first started out, I didn't really know what the Big Fat Five format was going to be or if it was going to be even Big Fat Five at all. But I went to his garage, his, his, you know, where he makes all of his drums. It was really cool. He walked me through the episode is essentially from start to finish what happens with a drum. And it was, it was a really fun episode. It's now archived at bigfatsnaredrum.com just because it doesn't fit the format of Big Fat Five. I want you to get back to the show, but go check it out. This drum is beautiful. And he actually let me use it on an Eve 6 tour. And I didn't keep it and I regretted it ever since then just because I was trying to pinch pennies at the time and I just kept thinking about it and so the opportunity to get it again was presented and it is one of my favorite drums so the ocean patinaed 14 by five and a half snare drum check it out reach out to me go to vessel drum co the instagram's just at vessel drum co and check it out it's amazing it's beautiful sounds great bye well, speaking, I didn't, I actually didn't even, this wasn't even a segue, but the next one is Limp Biscuit, And John Otto, again, does not get, he's been talked about a little bit, but he was a huge influence on me, 100%. I want to take it to the Matthews Bridge, if you know what I mean. So, yes, uh, without further ado, uh, the chocolate, or chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water, best album name of all time. The artist <laughs> is Limp Biscuit and the release series 2000, Key Tracks, Rollin', My Way, My Generation, and like I just said, John Otto. So yeah, take it away, man. That intro of that song, that my generation, that the drum intro on that with the open hi hat, mm -hmm. and he's like not doing the snare yet. Yeah, um, that's the one. We'll, we'll listen to that one here in a second. But that's uh, that whole album was on repeat, man. I had that record. I used to go and like ride my bike just super far away, you know. Like yeah. when I was like 10 or something, I would <laughs> just, just dip. Rolling, like, dude. Yeah, yeah, just, just dip. roll. <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would have in like some headphones, some like 90 style, like skinnier over the head headphones. Oh, yeah. And uh, you remember those? I remember oh, the yeah. individual uh, earphones that would just clip on. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah, the little two things just with yeah, the little, yeah. Like, yeah, I had those on and I'd hop on my bike and I'd listen to that record and I would drive like 10 miles away and like my mom would have, it'd be like eight eight nine o'clock at night and like i just i'd get lost somewhere mad far my mom would like show up in her car and like pick me up that's what that album that's where it brings me 
And just, I mean, the beginning, well, it's not the intro song, but technically it's the second song, just ladies and gentlemen. It's just like, it, it, as a kid, it just make it just pumps you up, dude. Dude, it really did. That's the best way you could have said it. It really yeah. pumped me up. <laughs> and it, it made me just like fearless, you know? Hell yeah. So. I still I still mess with Limbisca, man. I, I played Lala two years ago, and that was the, the year that they they played. I didn't see their set, but I obviously watched the live stream and it was sad that John uh, John Otto couldn't be there. Not, I'm not sure why, but they sounded so good. They sounded it so good. It was that that Brandon kid. Yeah, who he's who I want to get on the podcast too. He's like in, he's playing with so many people. He's just this like Dude. young kid who's just like <laughs> better than all of us. He's played with everyone at this point. Mm -hmm. Or he's played when I was on Shiprocks with my band Dropout Kings in uh, January. He was there. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. He was playing with somebody. I forget. Yeah. He was on Ship Rock playing gigs. So I was like, cool, man. He's just like played with Limp Biscuit. I don't know. He's he's really good. I've seen his videos and mm -hmm. super tight. Yeah, definitely got to get him on, though. Talk to him because he's been around. Absolutely. All right. Well, here's here's my generation. Yeah, let's rock it. God, such so a good. classic dude all right so out in the number four the album is follow the follow the leader the artist is corn released here's 1998 key track is freak on a leash and uh david silvera who yeah is the original drummer and i remember if i remember him he like had his ride symbol was like hanging from the top instead of it being like on the stand he would like have a lock mechanism and it was hanging down from the stand I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a photo. Yeah, it was weird. It was cool. <laughs> I've seen, uh, dude, who else does that? I've seen guys do that. Who knows, man? Or like when dudes mount their tom with, like that, they'll flip the thing this way and come up. You ever see that? Yeah, I think Travis Barker I've seen do that. 
Yeah, um, I, w- I wonder that why. That scare they me. No, it sounds a hundred percent counterintuitive. Hey, let's uh, let's set this up so it potentially is a big fucking disaster. That's great. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, why? it could potentially fucking get loose and fall. <laughs> exactly. The other way, that it ain't going good. nowhere. Yeah. It's, you know. Hey, man, punk rock. You know what I mean? I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So where were you when when corn came in your life? This one was my cousin, so who was six years older than me, and he was the one who you know told me Santa Claus wasn't real. When I was like four, he, he exposed me to all the swear. Like he's the one that, you know, he's six years older than me in the nineties. Yeah. So he beat me up. He'd, uh, (laughs) whatever the whole deal. It was, it was great time. Um, but he was like corn. He was like, uh, listening to corn and I I don't, I'm not sure if it was really in 98. I think it was around like the 2000. Yeah. It was probably something like that, but either way. Freak on the Leash was like the the song that got my attention there. And I just love the way it sounded. I love that like clicky, bassy guitar thing that they'd have going on. And I think they had like seven and eight string guitars. I don't know, dude. I could be way wrong, but I was just saying, I think they like came out like pioneering the whole seven string or at least made it more mainstream. Yeah, no, that that record really more so that song, but that whole era. So what, what about David's playing specifically was you know, kind of turned you on or was it just like the overall just uh, aggression of it? It was both, but they had a DVD, the corn DVD <laughs> and they were just being wild boys in it. And it was just like a whole back or not a DVD. It was a movie. It was a tape. I'm sure at that time, but they had like a fucking film. And <laughs> I remember watching that with my cousin. Cause he was like the corn fan. And then there was a lot of clips of the drummer in there, like playing and doing cool shit and, doing all kinds of crazy shit too but um yeah i don't know something about just the way that he played in that snare sound you know mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and the just the aggression and the sound man the sound was just crazy absolutely well let's listen to freak on a leash yeah let's run it Takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me Life's gotta always be messing with me Can't it chill and let me be free Can't I take away So number five, and I do want to get to your your honorable mention. Um, but yeah, Dookie, uh, artist is Green Day, releasers ninety four, 
in yeah key tracks when i come around basket case welcome to paradise all great tracks and trey cool take yeah. it away man yeah trey cool this was like what the first uh like huge band that i saw in concert and i saw them at the blue cross arena in rochester new york and it was freaking dude it was crazy it was like such an impact on my i remember going up and seeing like the drum set you know it was all covered before they had opening acts i forget who was all playing with them but was it jimmy world i saw them on a few times it was jimmy it might have been dude yeah it might have been with jimmy Fuck yes it was with them i guarantee yeah. it was i had went, to have been. went to the same tour i saw him in tacoma yeah that's uh Green Day was the shit, dude. I love the whole punk vibe. Trey Cool, one of the greatest drummers, man. I mean, really, he's he's so good. Did cool fills. He would do drum solos. Love it. I love how they were a three piece too. Mm -hmm. When they play live, they have like a I don't know. They probably backtrack or they have a guy playing like. I think they have a them. dude that's been with them for a while. That yeah, but he's not in any of the photos. But he's to the right. Yeah, that's the case, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like to the right, and he'll kind of dress like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, I mean Billy's running around the whole time. If I remember correctly, that dude. I mean, I think there was some um, extracurricular activities helping him out with that. But also, <laughs> he was just man, never stopped moving. It was insane. Such a showman. I mean, just if people get a chance, I'm not sure if he's still doing. I mean, he's, we're we're all getting older, but that dude is a showman. And so is Trey, and so is Mike. They're amazing. But yeah, yeah, and, and impact. You can tell. You know, people are like, why does Green Day? Why do they get so big? They're a punk band. You go watch them live, and you're like, that's why people will still buy tickets to them because it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. They put on a show, man, and they really. That's what they're there to do. Yeah, he'd bring up a kid on stage and like give him a guitar, bro. Yeah, he yep. he's like making sure that you leave there like, wow, that was fucking cool. And that's what that's what it is when you go to a Green Day show for sure. And yeah, I mean, you already said it, but like Trey Cool just he just holds it down. But he does just enough. He's kind of within the genre. He does just enough to accent what Billy's doing with the strumming pattern. But he also finds his little moments to just do the iconic like the drum fill going into like when the drums finally do come in and basket case da ba 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 yeah everyone plays that yeah 100% you know? dude long view um when i come around the everything dude you got you already know he has so many iconic parts they were one of the bands that every record they put out was was just awesome to me Nimrod was huge for me. Morning was a or morning. Warning was a great departure because it was like very kinksy. Yeah, man. It's Billy's such a good songwriter. And all of them, I mean, I never really learned a lot of the bass parts, but for me, it was like Trey and Billy were both so good at writing parts, but all their parts were approachable. You know, like similarly to Dave Grohl and stuff, where if you actually get into the minutiae of why it's so popular, you're like, well, it's because he's playing it, he has a vibe. But you could learn most of Trey Cool's parts. You could learn a Green Day song with power chords. And it was like you felt like you were a part of the scene. Because you're like, oh, I know this song. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They were all very, like, playable and easy. And that's the other thing, dude. Less, less is more kind of shit, you know, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, playing something simple and making it good is more impressive than, you know, just, I don't know. Because that, that's what all the hits are. All the most memorable shit of all time dude is that kind of stuff mm -hmm. that's the formula it's cool to do all kinds of crazy i mean i love all music you know it's all amazing i love seeing someone crush it but that's why that genre isn't 
the biggest songs and the biggest musicians in the world, the drum beats are like just period, bro. Period. Yep. That's what it is. Like if you want to be big time, that's what you need to focus on. Yeah, I just love it. I love seeing just people at high levels doing music and just doing shit, man. It's cool. Absolutely, man. Which uh, which song do you want to play? When I come around, basket case. Welcome to paradise. When I come around, let's do it, man. Yeah, let's run it. good man yeah they're hooks they're hooks well they are absolutely love that band for life that's for sure amen trey if you're listening get the hell on my show man email me back um (laughs) yeah let's go all right so honorable mention and this is one that's not uh people might not expect or maybe they would i don't know but 50 cent get rich or die trying you said it's one of your favorite albums of all time take it away and then i will uh and then we'll talk about it that is absolutely one of my favorite albums of all time. It can't all be rock and roll, you know what I mean? Hell but no. Yeah, this this whole record just like I loved his whole story, and I loved how he was just so like resilient, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't know when he just came out, and I had heard like there's this new rapper dude, you know. He like got shot in the face. <laughs> Yeah, nine I, don't know his, times. I don't know his story. Got shot nine times in the face, dude. Fifty Cent got shot in the face nine times in New York City. Yeah, and didn't die. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, literally, he got like jumped and like they brought wow. him to the hospital in like a pickup truck. I don't know. That was in the movie. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a Honda. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he—he's dude. He's just a beast, man. He just uh. And then all his songs, all the beats and everything was just sick. And I just loved it. And everything about that whole record was was dope. And he blew up. He was huge. Many Men, that was one of my favorite songs. I don't know if that was that on that record, dude. I don't even know. But it that is, was just it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's like number four. That that beat and like that song. I used to play drums over him too. Like put my headphones in and play drums to 50 Cent songs. Sure. Well, let's just and listen then, to Many uh, Men. Yeah, yeah, let's run it. That's a great one. Hey yo, man. Damn, what's taking home so long, son? Shit, calm down. Let me come. I hope the fuck. I see something wrong. Hold on. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back on the wall, now you gon' see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me. Cause I'll come and take your life away. Many men, many, many, 
wish death on me, Lord. I don't cry no more. Don't look to the sky no more. Have mercy on me. Pussy niggas put money on my head, gone. Get your refund, motherfucker. I ain't dead. I'm the diamond in the dirt that ain't been found. I'm the underground king and I ain't been crowned. When I rhyme, something special happen every time I'm the greatest, something like Ali in this prime I walk the block with the bundles, I've been knocked on the humble Swing the ox when I rumble, show your ass with my gun do. Gotta tip a nigga, go ahead, lose your head Turn your back on me, get clapped and lose your legs I walk around, gun on my waist, chip on my shoulder Top bust a clip in your face, post to this beef ain't over Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men Many, 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 many men Wish death Sunny on me Sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain Joy wouldn't feel so God, you see him in that yeah, cover It makes me never want to take my shirt off again He's in good shape <laughs> freaking jacked bro My crazy God, man he's still looking good and doing good man he just played in buffalo here like the, the yesterday like two days ago well in between rochester and buffalo at like this amusement park he had a huge crowd dude it was sick i didn't go but i saw videos and it looked awesome my friend worked it but he's still out doing a tour i think it's his last tour shout out to 50 cent man he's a king well and he must be enjoying it because with that with that vitamin water money he does not have to be touring at all a hundred percent and I have vitamin water every day. I'm I'm paying I'm paying his bills every day. Well, yeah. So you 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 mentioned your band Dropout Kings, but um. So what people? I mean, obviously people know you from uh, the thing we talked about at the beginning, which is your your funny videos and your uh, amazing playing. But if people do want to check out the musical creative side of you, how can they check you out? You you also do <laughs> the video of of you guys getting what you what bands expect when they release a song is really funny. Um, Did you see that? So, yeah, so you bring your humor to them as well, so that's awesome. But yeah, Dropout Kings are awesome. Um, looks like you, you're playing a lot with them, so do some some self promotion, and then I'll let you get back to doing your fifty second, fifty second, fifty cent drum cover. <laughs> My man, yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. Dropout Kings is um, we're a rap, we call it trap metal, okay. um, which that is another big reason where like the fifty cent and rap was just like a part was always ingrained in me musically to where now i'm in a a rap metal band uh, but yeah we're called dropout kings we're from phoenix arizona you can follow us everywhere at just dropout kings or dropout kings az um but yeah we just tour it's it's been awesome man been with that band for a couple years now i joined it because of my social media actually mm. i uh most of my people and that's funny because a lot of my fans don't know that i'm in dropout kings but they'll know not most of them. A lot of them will know who Dropout Kings is. They'll know who I am, but they don't know that I'm in it. And then they'll find out and they'll be like, what? Dude, they'll, their mind will be blown. Yeah. So this I'm world trying. is tiny. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So I am in Dropout Kings too. Check it out. You might like it. You might not. It doesn't matter. It's all music. It's all fun. But that's that. So do you do, do you give lessons? Do you give, I mean, like if people want to reach out to you or uh, are you just, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I haven't in a long time. I have before, and I might start doing that again. 
But definitely hit me up at, like in the DMs or just message me or email me on my bio. You can see all that. And we could chat. I'll send you. I send people shit all the time. Like someone sent me um, a, one of my reels and they're like, yo, what are you doing here? And I'll send them back like the rudiment. Like it's right, kick, kick, left, right, kick, kick, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hit me up and I'll I'll definitely shoot this shit with you and, and uh, talk or whatever. But maybe I'll start doing lessons again. We'll see. All right, man. Well, uh, that is, yeah, I think that's the show, man. So Dude, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for, uh, just hitting me up in the beginning. Like, what was that? Maybe a year. I, I'm not honestly could have been less than that or more than that. I don't know, but you hit me up. I want to send you some stuff. I'll be forever grateful for that, dude. So thank you. And, um, for just the support and I'll always support you guys too. And then to have me come on here again is way sicker. So <laughs> Shout out to Ben and Chris and Big Fast Snare Drum. You guys are dope, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Well, uh, I do want to say, I mean, I, I know a little bit about your story and stuff. And uh, I got to say, man, I mean, stoked for you and and all the, the progress you made, man. And like I said, you, you add a lot of joy to people's lives. And I'm happy that... Uh, it means a lot to a lot of people, man, especially these days, dude. So you're you're killing it, man. And a lot of people really appreciate it, including me. Thank so, you, dude. I appreciate up, that. I really honestly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate that so much. And I want to say one more thing real quick to anyone yeah. who's listening. Um, no matter what is going on in your life or no matter what you're going through, if you're struggling with something or if shit just seems like it's horrible, it can always get better no matter what. And I'm living proof of that. And always message me if you ever want to talk about anything. We can go deep about life or I've been through a lot of shit and I just know how struggling can affect. So I just want you guys to know that you can keep your chin up and everything can be better if it's bad and hit me up. And that's all. Much love to everyone. All right, dude. Well, I will. Uh, yeah, man. I'll talk to you soon, man. Peace. Have a good day. Cheers, dude. All right. This week's little skinny one is from Dean Sinclair. And he says, hey, Ben, I'm a freelancer based in Chicago, playing for up-and-comers such as Capital Soiree and Austin, spelled O-S-T-O-N. And my first lesson was when I was six years old at Pearl Street Music in McHenry, Illinois. In Illinois. And my social handle and my social handles are D Sinclair Drums. And I am most active on Instagram. So I know Dean, he's great, great drummer, great dude. And so the album he chose was August and Everything After. The artist is Counting Crows. The release here is 1993, and the key tracks are Round Here, Anna Begins, and Perfect Blue Buildings. The drummer is Steve Bowman, and this is what Dean has to say about Steve's playing. So no matter what my latest obsession or favorite genre has been over the years, Counting Crows has remained a constant since I was a kid, notably their debut album that features Steve, their original drummer. He plays on the entire record, except for the hit, classic, but I think the moodiness of his playing deserves more attention. I unfortunately can't say I know his catalog following this album, but the drums on August and Everything After are some of the most emotional, delicate, dynamic, and inspiring performances I've ever heard. The complexity of the grooves go completely unnoticed, and the fills are often short and selfless. The tone of the drums, truly acoustic and dry, also just sounds so distinct when compared to the heavier alternative acts at the time. The drums feel and sound like grooves you'd play in the dark with a single light bulb over you. I like that imagery. The drum entrance to Round Here at about 1 minute 23 to the midway verse fill at 1 minute 43 showcases the effectiveness of dropping a backbeat to create space yet still pursuing movement and direction. 
The kick pattern with the hi-hats playfulness is just an amazing way to introduce yourself on a record, and the fill is a quick outburst that disappears before you ever notice it happened. The rim shot at 234 is also a favorite moment, and the fill at 324 is a reason alone to go buy a splash. So I'm just going to play the whole song. But Dean says he's 28, so he's never had, <laughs> he's never been made fun of that much for his love of the crows, but just thought he'd share based on our conversation a few weeks back, which is, he's referring to me and him got a drink in LA when he was in town. Thanks for all you do, and I hope to see you again soon. Safe travels on tour. Here is Round Here by Counting Crows. Step out the front door like a ghost into a fog Where no one notices the contrast of white on white And in between the moon and you Angels get a better view of the crumbling Difference between wrong and right Well I walk in the air Between the rain through myself and back again Where I don't know Maria says she's dying Through the door I hear her crying Why, I don't know Round here We always stand up straight Round here Something came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand She says she'd like to meet a boy who looks like Elvis And she walks along the edge of where the ocean meets the land Just like she's walking on a wire in a circus She parks her car outside of my house and takes her clothes off Says she's close to understanding Understood. She has trouble acting normal when she's nervous Right here We're carving out our names Around here We all look the same Around here we talk She's 
show if you're listening on a platform that allows ratings and reviews do that it helps more people find the show so it'll get bigger and better and hopefully i'll have a chance to sell out one day but you'll be an og listener that can brag to all your friends anyways why don't you go and check us out at bigfatsnaredrum.com and follow us on all the socials just search for big fat snare drum and you will find us the show is edited in part using isotope rx audio editor it's amazing so go check that out at isotope.com and thanks again to Gunnar Olsen for the theme music. Bye. Big